Hey, Zookeepers, it's your boy, one of the Kaiju Hollywood bad boys, Brandon. Uh, here to say we got a great episode with Mad Torrath, and uh, it is... Uh, well, it's a great episode, but we're talking about Clifford, and that movie fucking sucked. But, you should check it out. We're also on episode 98. We're getting really close to our 100th episode. So if you have any memories or sound clips or just want to talk about how terrible our podcast is, record yourself, and if it sounds decent, send it us at podzookypodcast at gmail.com, and we'll put it in our 100th episode. Oh, we kind of just want to make some kind of fun and big, so uh, send it over. And as always, if you like this podcast, follow us on Spotify, give us a review on Apple's podcast, if anybody's still doing that, yeah, do your thing, it's out there. And uh, have yourself a good episode. Oh, also a quick warning, uh, Mads and Martin use the K-word a bit, but they're both Jewish, um, so I guess it's fine. I don't, I don't know. I just felt like I should say something. Okay. Render unto Ghidra what is Ghidra's. Ten to one he sees you through a beaker and a tweezers. Read the fine print and be like, what's the big deal? Spun wheels of steel since broke wheel, big wheel. Back when it was greasy as curl, now it's easy dread. Had a rhyme on how they used to tease him about his peasy head. Yes, yes, y'all, to the beat. Should we just start it off? Yeah, just start Podzuki. Are we allowed to do that? Yeah, we're allowed to start clear with the FCC real we're quick. A, you own this home. Yeah. Well, do we truly Ooh, own any property? I put some salt on this. Oh, that's a good idea. Savory and sweet. Um, no, no, no the, I just want to get this. I just like salt. For the the listeners at home, uh, really good. Martin baked some uh, Belgian waffle cookies. Is that how I should refer to them as Belgian waffle cookies? No, they're just waffle cookies. cookies. The waffle cookies. They're they don't delicious. have a nationality. Yeah. Um... Yeah, well, then I can't give some slurs, so it's the point. <laughs> They're the Belgian condo cookies. Yeah, there we go. You I'm lost sorry. a hand making them. I'm sorry, you have to refer to these as kite cookies because I made them. Okay, once again, I <laughs> Jesus well, Christ. For the listeners yeah, at home, uh, And then I'm start, just going to put the more tequila in. <laughs> before, before I start, for the listeners at home, uh, Martin is Jewish. So that's, uh, I'm not, but that's also why I can say the word now. I'm also not. Yeah. So who's going to say it first? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> a loaded gun on the table. Let's get that K-word counter up. All right. Welcome to America's only K-word counter podcast, Podzuki. That's why the K's in there, baby. Um, this is the weirdest... <laughs> for kindness. For kindness. Yeah, I didn't say what the K was. It's kind. It's a kind podcast with nice thoughts and good opinions. I'm one of the Hollywood kaiju bad boys. Uh, he, him, Brandon Kirkman. I'm another one of your kaiju Hollywood bad boys. My pronouns are he, him, and Luke Evan Slip. Hey, it's me, your third Hollywood kaiju bad boy, Martin Felschman. My pronouns are also he, him. And I am not Hollywood, but I am a bad boy. My name is Mads Horwath. Uh, they, them, she, her, and I am the guest today. Hell yeah. You could be like um, the East Coast kaiju bad boy if you wanted to be. Yeah, I am. No, that's Clifford. Yeah. Oh, uh, man, we're getting right into it. So, oh boy. we uh, before we start this uh, this review, uh, or I should say this whole episode talking about dissecting, putting down and and killing outright and skinning this awful dog Clifford, uh, the movie from twenty twenty one. It's a little sad. Is it though? Is I it? mean, you're talking about the movie, but like, I think we all have memories of Clifford the Big Red Dog yeah. before this movie. Which did you know that book? The first book was nineteen sixty three. What the fuck? Really? Yeah. That's when this character was created, and, like, it was published pretty regularly, it looks like, through the decades, and then the 90s, that's when they started doing, like, a bunch of books a year, and I think that's when it became, like, a merchandising thing. Yeah, they did that PBS show, and I remember watching, because I was one of those PBS kids, like, yeah. and... Poor. 
Yeah. <laughs> no, we just don't want cable. Yeah. Uh, they do go into poverty in this movie we talk about in the worst way possible, but yeah, we'll get back are. to that. Um, I guess we could talk about our Clifford experience. I'm kind of upset to find out that Clifford wasn't made after the sexual revolution because that just makes more sense to me. <laughs> I don't know how to explain that, but it feels right. Um, I, I remember the I remember that big red dog when I was a kid, but he never really like captured my attention. I was especially for PBS. I was more of an Arthur. He's kind of like like there's that Louis C.K. bit. It was like you just drew him that way. It's really not all that yeah, yeah. aggressive. <laughs> Future guests. <laughs> it's, it's, one, it's one gag. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's it's. He'd probably do us now. <laughs> uh, no, he's he's doing fine still apparently. Yeah. Oh, people still welcome him into circles. I got into an, a tiff with somebody about the <laughs> about uh, <laughs> no about Louis C.K. Oh. Where like there was a photo with Dave Chappelle and like all these comedians with him, and I was just like, "Fuck these people!" And obviously, like this white girl from. High school is just like, how dare you insult these black kings and queens? And one of them was Dave Chappelle. <laughs> oh my god, that's so funny. But, um, I like the Clifford memories. I mean, it, like, let's be honest, it would be so fun to have this big dog that you can ride around mm. and you just hang out. You just have this giant red dog. I don't know what else to say. That's the thing. Yeah, that's, it's I the mean, thing. You can well, ride I think anybody and, who's like, been around a dog as a young child like the idea of riding them like a horse is definitely yeah. one of the first things that comes to your oh, yeah. mind I, I i think it's safe to assume that if we were all around dogs as children we all tried it at some point yeah, yeah. i was actually when i loved clifford i was i had a horrible fear of dogs to the point where i think up until age 19 was the last time it happened where like a dog ran up to me unleashed and i just started crying and then at one point, and when I loved Clifford, I was so scared of dogs. If I went to a place with a dog, they just had to be put in another room. And then, yeah, I think when I was like 19 or 20, I was just like, okay, I'm going to end up being around dogs if I'm an adult. I kind of just need to, like, face it, which is the worst lesson of just being like, just get over your fears. Like, it's fine. Yeah. But that's, that's how I approached it. I mean, that's a better moral than this movie has. Yeah. God! Yeah, that's. I, I think we'll get into it as we go. I mean, I do like that they do have a message that all uh, tech and Silicon Valley kind of s companies are evil and only have bad intentions. But there's there's more to this this vile pie of a movie that we'll get into. I know. Well, this... right right off the bat, and where the opening scene. Should we just on... should we open it up? Get into I think it? we just need to get into it. I do yeah. want to say one thing before we start, which is, did you all look up the director of this film? No, he no. does a bunch of dog movies. Yeah, it's uh, it's Walter Becker, and uh, he did uh, Van Wilder, which he's probably more known for. But he also did. Old Do- that, that's a dog movie. That's definitely seen a anyway. dog movie. <laughs> yeah. He did uh, he did Old Dogs, which is that one that's a spinoff of the other movie that he directed, of course, which is the very famous, the very favorite, which I'm sure we'll watch one of these days. That's right. We got the director of Wild Hogs, Dylan Clifford, baby. Oh boy, one of the worst comedies ever made. Like, it was a comedy? I mean, it was... Wait. Oh, yeah. I thought it was a tragedy when the mother had to choose between which child would survive and which would go to the gas chamber. Yeah. <laughs> Wild Hogs was nuts, man. Yeah. <laughs> and then she was abused by Kevin Klein while yeah. trying to live out her new life in New York. Oh, man. That was fucked. Was, you know, say what you will, at least they had some really good moral debates to really kind of, you know, scroll around in your mind when watching Wild Hogs. <laughs> I think... Dragon by Roman Polanski. <laughs> yeah. 
He co-directed it with uh, Walter Baker, I should say. Was Wild Hogs the one with Tim Allen? Yeah, and yeah. John Travolta. John Travolta and... And Mel uh, Gibson. Was he the other one? No, no. it was a... Not, uh, that was, he was William H. Macy. He, that's it. He was, oh. He was quote-unquote canceled at that time. He would have been in Wild Hogs if he didn't do uh, that anti-Semitic rant. Man, out of all of them, it sounds like William H. Macy was the one who was slumming it. Yeah. Hey, Martin, know. you're Jewish, too. Did yours... Because when... Speaking of... I was just thinking about this. When... Passion of the Christ came out. My synagogue had like an emergency congregation meeting into how to deal with the backlash and anti-Semitism from this movie. And then I watched it years later. I was like, this is, this is like pornography. Oh yeah. No, it's like hostile. It's a snuff film. basically. It is a snuff film. And, and Jesus Clifford. Christ, the <laughs> ultimate kaiju. Well, my, favorite, my favorite thing to this day I always think about is that he tried to make this serious movie with Passion of the Christ, and I love the fact that there's like a Satan jump scare in it. And every time I think about it, it makes me laugh a little bit. <laughs> but yeah, back to Clifford. We're in a, this is a very 90s movie scene, yeah. setting up the mother and her puppies, which the mother's a real dog, but I think all the puppies are CGI. Yeah. 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 And especially Clifford. And so, well, like. Especially Clifford. This makes it like. No, just, yeah. If they just used a real puppy. A lot of the time, it would have been way more interesting. I I very much prefer that they didn't torture a dog for this movie. That's the only point I'll give this movie (laughs) that they didn't they didn't make a real dog suffer in order to give entertainment to. uh, I don't know. They tortured us. Yeah, I was about to say they tortured this dog right here. (laughs) (laughs) They tortured this dog right here. (laughs) Can I get a bow wow at home? Um, Oh man, two thousands movies. Bow wow wow, yippee oh yippee. Okay, we got that. We also have who let the dogs out. Yeah. Um, I mean, that's the oh, thing. How, how they didn't play that song once. I mean, that's the thing. is like this film came out in the wrong decade. It feels like it's... I mean, I think you had a different opinion about this, but I was saying this in the group chat. This felt like such an early, like, 2000s aughts movie. That's what yeah. I was thinking is... Because the thing that's really hit me the most with it was that John Williams-esque kind of happy, like, setting up soundtrack where it's just, like, pleasant violin. Yeah. And I was just like... It's it's just like simple like oh it's the, the town music yeah. yeah as you ride your bicycle into the town and meet the characters and Horatio Sands Uh-oh. oh that's actually part of the rant oh no I'm actually I was gonna be like I'm gonna save it for later because I told you Brand uh, when I came in I was like I figured we just go into the setup and then the issue I had with like and then the one that was unexpected they had. The accusations against Horatio Sands for grooming and assaulting a teenager came out I've February. I've never heard about this. Yeah. Um, it was on the SNL set, and Jimmy Fallon was complicit in it. And the accusations came out in, or the lawsuits filed in February 2021. And there's text between this girl and Horatio Sands, and he's like, I'm so sorry to, the, to you, this could ruin my career. This movie came out in August 2021. Not only that... But there's a scene, I'm just going to get into it, maybe you can edit for later, where they're fighting off, Horatio Sands is fighting off a bunch of men to the sound of a Kesha song from her album, Rainbow, that she made about overcoming trauma from her sexual assault and female empowerment, and they have Horatio Sands fighting off a bunch of men in this kids movie with a tween girl, which is also the girl he was, the age of the girl he started grooming. And they had him, and they're like, no, let's just, like, keep it. Yeah. <laughs> That's a, the point it's where a I... Real, it's a real Death of the Nile vibe going on. Yeah. Uh, it's... 
it is frighteningly bad. I read the whole kind of like article about the accusations, and I, the whole time I was like, no, not Jimmy Fallon, NFT monkey fan. <laughs> He's done this evil. Well, fuck Jimmy Fallon, but I yeah. like Horatio's hands. I know it's a bummer. I, I, um, my my twenty first birthday, we went to a bar in Batavia. And I thought it was the coolest thing in the world is that we were having a lot of fun that night. And Horatio Sands showed up and gave out like a bunch of business cards and was like gallivanting around. And I was like, oh, he seems like a pretty cool guy. He's a cool dude like trying to network with a bunch of nobodies. Yeah. yeah. I think he just got a bunch of new business cards made. There's going to be, there's, gonna, there's an article coming out about me next week. Yeah. So, well, if you guys is... hear about like a job, even just like a dishwasher, just let me know. Yeah. Yeah. And I just like, I'm just worried that like, I won't be like the SNL crowd's go-to stereotype Mexican guy. Yeah. Like he always is. And then I looked at him, he's Chilean and he's like a white Chilean. And I was telling um, Megan and Dorothy, another comedian, I was like, Chile isn't like Diet Argentina, that's Uruguay. It's more like Argentina Code Red. <laughs> uh, well, great Mountain Dew flavor, though. Oh my god, yeah. Have you ever have you ever gone back and had a Code Red? I, I don't drink Mountain Dew. As an adult, it's like trying to like wrestle with the devil. Of, like, <laughs> I feel like when you're younger, it was like, it was fine, you'd have it, you'd be crazy. But like, as soon as you take the first sip as an adult, you're like, oh, this will destroy me. No, you gotta, you gotta adult it up a little bit. Mix it with orange juice. Have a Dumosa. A Dumosa? I just remember, like, I've had Mountain Dews in the past, but just remember them being so thick. Yeah, mm. they like coagulate the thick saliva. Soda. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Shout out to previous guests, <laughs> Winslow Domain, who uh, will be able to tell you how thick a drink should be. Um, I think you would agree that Mountain Dew should be thicker. Mountain Dew should be. I think any anything you can buy should be thicker. Yeah, you tell me, baby. <laughs> <laughs> but there's like uh, getting past Horatio Sands being horrible. There's lots of weird cameos in this movie. Like who are who are the other two Alan comedians? Greer. What's that was so weird. Alex. I mean, it was like an SNL like kind of like there's like three SNL cast members. Oh yeah, you had Kenan Thompson in there. Yeah. Alex to, Moffat to deliver some very. I, I like Kenan Thompson. I don't like seeing him in movies. I did like a double take, like, Rosie Perez, what are you doing here? <laughs> that was like, that she was stuck weird. out like a sore thumb. Like, mm-hmm. I didn't know who she was immediately, but like, that's someone. It's, that's um, not an actor that they hired for this role. It was so weird that her scene was like so prominent that it almost felt like they were going to do like a, just a, like one scene where she looks at her like, by the way, I'm Rosie Perez. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, it was so weird how they like just focused on her and you knew it was like this one scene cameo and that was it. Um, and then, of course, uh, John Cleese. John Cleese. And something about this movie was really depressing me, of like realizing, like, oh, that motherfucker's old now. He's going to be dead soon. Yeah, because <laughs> there God. was a whole thing about him. Like, they thought he was dead. Yeah. And they weren't like, what happened? They're like, oh, yeah, he would just die like that. Yeah, he's an old guy. Yeah, he's in his 80s, but I was thinking, like, it would suck if this would be, like, the last thing he was ever in. A real Orson Welles with Transformers, yeah. the movie. But then I was thinking, like, he could re- redeem himself, and this made me laugh, if he, like, did a shot-for-shot shot remake of Tom Green's The Bum Bum Song. <laughs> That'd be great. <laughs> and then I just thought about John Cleese doing The Bum Bum Song, and it made me laugh. Yeah, he should get on that. You know, he's narrating all these fucking Earth things. That was, like, ten years ago, I just realized. That's not even recent. He should just make The Bum Bum Song. Um, I guess we should try to, like, go through the actual plot of the movie. I... But you know what? I'm kind of fine with us being kind of loose, like jazz for this one because it's mean, so boring. So it's also just like, oh, sorry, continue. Well, I was just gonna say it's the standard plot that you would expect yeah. it to be. Like yeah. Clifford starts out small, and then well, it's not even what you'd expect because you have John Cleese, who's 
what's his name? He's, he's, he's a trickster. He's a trickster god. Yeah, yeah. I, I deposit that he's either Satan or God. I think he's one of the. I think he's in one of the gods in the Sandman series. Mm. Oh, that'd be cool. That makes sense. Yeah. Oh, that. Oh, John Cleese, the anime. Oh. <laughs> I would watch that. I get fucking trigger on the line right now, man. They could do a good job with that. I want in that style. In, in general, there are. I'd say there are like four plot elements that have to happen in order. Everything else just feels like it's thrown in the movie randomly to be like, yeah. hey, look, this is a time waster. But yeah, you don't really need John Cleese to introduce the puppy to no. Mary Elizabeth? Emily Elizabeth. Emily Elizabeth. Jesus Christ. Yeah, come on, man. Be professional. <laughs> uh, yeah. It's, um, I think it's just like a setup to show like this. there's something magical that's going to happen with Clifford so it doesn't just come out of left We field. fucking know it's going to happen yeah, with Clifford. Yeah. Listen, the name of the movie. Yeah. In the original books and this movie, she wishes one night that her dog would be bigger and then it becomes bigger. But I think they do a whole setup of like. Well, yeah, her love making him big is yeah. canon. Yeah, it's yeah. canon <laughs> to the cliff. Don't worry, it's <laughs> all the cliffheads out there. Don't worry, they got that right. <laughs> um, they, uh, I should say, we got to roll back a little bit. She's spending time with her uncle, Jack uh, Whitehall, who's also like yeah. he's. Who's British? He's a but British doing an American comedian. accent. Yeah. And the mom is. I didn't, I didn't notice it until like I was looking up the trivia on the movie. Like, wait, that guy's British. But the mom's British, Wait so why second. don't they just they, make him no, British? They, they said why, is they moved to the U.S. when he was two years old. But then why would she still have a British accent? Because she How was much like older? a teenager, I guess. I, you, I still think you've been yeah. living in New York from, like, no, 19 Yeah, she to... should be talking yeah. like this. Or at least... Hey, hey, why are these kikes touching my dog? <laughs> <laughs> I'm walking here and slurring here. Can, can, we, can we talk about, like, the weird sanitized version of New York that they gave us? I yeah. hate it when New York is clean. Everywhere is rich. Yes. yes. I know, but they were poor, so she's a paralegal, and it's like, she's like, they're white Brits... She's a paralegal, and the average salary, I looked this up, was between $50,000 and $79,000, which is actually not enough to live comfortably They did York. mention something about the apartment being rent-controlled. It was rent-controlled, but they're white Brits, and she had, a, she had a scholarship to Oxford, and they're living in Harlem, and Emily is just the center of everybody's world in Harlem, and I was Ugh. like, oh, this, oh, this she, is imperialism. She's what builds the community around her. This is, um... This is something I have to say, and I don't want it to be too mean towards the child actor if she ever finds her episode. Oh, I, no, I hope she fucking dies. Whoa, I wasn't going that far. I'm going to tweet this at her four times a day, but <laughs> yeah, until she stops I acting. like cyberbullying children. <laughs> yeah. This actually had nothing to do with her acting. Work with Jake Lloyd. Um, <laughs> I, I think she did a fine job in this film for what she was given. Yeah. The thing that really kind of took me off, and this is so mean if she ever hears this, but she got a weird face. She got like an adult she got an adult white lady face, like, on a 12-year-old. It was very it's square. Too, it's too squared, and it's too, like, not, like, in a bad way, like, like, like she's got a weird look, but it just looks like you took, like, a 40-year-old white woman, you just, like, cobbled it on. Well, it's Mary the hair. I'm Mary, gonna say it's yeah, the hair. Yeah. Mary Elizabeth is also just a... They need... You don't really care. Yeah. yeah, like you know, like okay, they're poor, so you're supposed to root for them in that way. They're, they're, yeah, they're poor with a giant fucking apartment and fucking Apple products. Yeah, and she goes to most people. Another thing is that Emily Elizabeth or Mary Elizabeth—it's the same name. Yeah. Um, she's like bullied by this one preppy girl at her New York. Who calls her food stamp? Yeah, at her like New York know, prep school for being like a scholarship, but like most of those schools have so many kids who are on scholarship because otherwise they just couldn't like 
get people in. And it was like, the other thing was like, the uncle, Jack Whitehall, Uncle Cassie is living in a truck and like, is homeless. And they're like, and then he misses this like, interview that we paid and he grabs these like, candies and they're like, lunch. And I'm like, that shit ain't cute. Yeah. Well, it's also, they, they frame it as, like, it's his own personal failure that he's living in the back of a truck, working on, like, he's a cart he's an illustrator, that's with an illustrating job, and he was late for the interview. Yeah. So that's a little bit on him. Shows a professionalism. Yeah. He's, a, he's a sloppy, sloppy man. Yeah. How did he find, like, be, grab an interview for a salaried illustrator position, too? Because that's, like, impressive. I'm a... I'd say I do pretty well with, like, cartooning, and, like, it just does not... There's so many holes that this movie could have gone down if the family were portrayed as, like, actually poor a little bit. That would have been something, like, there's no pathos in this movie. It's so clean. Yeah. And... At least unoffensive. Like, you can't do this in New York. Have like at least one scene have Emily wearing a potato sack or a barrel or anodyne. That's yeah. a good word. And to then describe her bully. Yeah. yeah, and her bully is just like singing, "We're in the money, we're in the money." <laughs> and also they have a little cartoon chase, and they're both a cat and a mouse. And this is about uh, no wait time. She wears a top hat, a monocle, and just smokes a big cigar. Yeah. And they oh. join forces to kill Hitler. Oh my god. <laughs> Our only hero. Um, anyways, so... That's shit this movie could have used. Hitler! <laughs> get a Hitler! Just uh, add a Hitler. Yeah. I like it, but... Can we just get Hitler in there? <laughs> there's, there's a t-shirt. T-shirt. Yeah. yeah. Put Hitler in Clifford the Big Red Dog. Put Hitler in one scene, let's Gator see what he does. should be Hitler. <laughs> Shoot one with Hitler. I gotta I gotta make sure I timestamp that and make this a real t-shirt and see how long before T-Republic takes it down. Because <laughs> they don't want you to see the truth. Um, so yeah, anyways, Emily uh, is being watched by her uncle Casey for the weekend, who's the guy living in the car we're talking about. They, um, they go I also think you can improve Casey a little bit because Emily doesn't want to be watched by Casey. She says, not Uncle Casey, but I think Emily should like Uncle Casey. Yeah, yeah. he's a total fuck-up who lets her do whatever she wants. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and that should be appealing to a child. Like, I think the conflict should be with Emily and her being, like, wanting to be, like, a free spirit and have fun, but also, like, she's poor, quote-unquote. Yeah. So she needs to, like, study hard and be able to get into college so she can support her mom to not be poor anymore. Yeah, she's a she's a fuck up with poor impulse control who high roll who high roads her uncle at any given opportunity. Yeah. Yeah. She is she's not a hero. She's a fucking sociopath. I think we should put her away at Rikers yeah. and then bury her at Heart Island. Yeah. Once again, we're doing better with these New York references than the movie itself. <laughs> I was just there, so I was like Yeah. Well, I th- I saw my mind. I'm yeah. in a New York state of mind. <laughs> I think this movie was built to be able to, like, a modular movie is what I was calling it, because it's built to where, like, you can take whole things out and replace them with something else, like, maybe, like, especially, uh, we, 37 minutes into the movie is when we get introduced to the main villain, played by Arrested Development's Tony Hale. No, 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 that's not true, because the uncle was watching uh, the Exposition News Channel earlier, and you get to see a story with him. Okay, but that's also... You can take out the... <laughs> Slam! <Got laughs> you can... Got him! <laughs> right, I'm going to put in the burn sound effect right after that. <laughs>
I think they really wanted to sell this movie to China, as I say about a lot of movies. But I think they're like, okay, you can take Tony Hale out, film your own shit, or we'll film shit for you with some an actor. Yeah, put your own actor in there, like yeah, you can easily replace something on a TV screen from the beginning with that. But uh, there's so much. How and you could say COVID probably has something to do this as well. But there's so many scenes where clearly no one's in the same room with each other, or like it's like a stand-in. Like anytime there's the back of someone's head, like that's a stand-in. That is not the actor they're supposed to be. Have you guys seen, it was just the article about, it was just out about the book about all the troubles and conflict and toxicity on the set of Fury Road. And they actually get Charlize Theron's, like, take on it. I heard about that because I saw the book cover and the book cover is, like, really badass. Oh, it's great. (laughs) But I, I'm just like, wow. You know, something like, that was just like, there was no COVID in that. There are people in the midst of a pandemic. There's probably scheduled conflicts, frustration. Somebody probably got COVID and was going through like like everyone like when you get COVID, you're kind of going through the mental anguish of what's going to happen to you. Yeah. And they're like, it was worth it. Yeah. For Clifford. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I have, I now have uh, heart palpitations regularly, but Clifford. Hit the Paramount Plus, and every kid in America was happy. Clifford got COVID, and then he died. <laughs> yeah, that's true. yeah, real tragic. They put that in credits too, and they put a little uh, smiley frowny or a frowny emoticon after it. <laughs> <laughs> if they did that in the movie, I would say this is an A plus movie right away. One good payoff of a joke. I the only notes I took were moments where the movie could have won me back. <laughs> I, yeah. I, I want to bring this up real quick. There is a moment later in the film where a guy's like falling off a building and Clifford like jumps up to catch him. Oh, yeah. yeah. This movie could have 100% won me back if Clifford just like either bit his head off or just <laughs> ragdolled him like he was catching a squirrel. I can't think of that too. He grabs him, toss him up, yeah. like a T Rex. Honestly, I think, I think Clifford just shouldn't have been in there and he just. Fell and died. <laughs> <laughs> they do a, a fake-out scene where it looks like Clifford's running towards him, but he's in a whole different block. <laughs> and he's, like, running towards a Frisbee. <laughs> that would be... Oh, we could have made such a good Clifford film. That's something, like, a movie could have used. Like, oh, someone invents, like, a giant Frisbee-throwing contraption. Hmm. Yeah. For Clifford to play with. But and just he just, just chases one of those Zuby balls. Yeah. That were popular in like 2010. With, yeah, with the thing I want to say, with the most CGI looking motherfucker inside of that ball, you've <laughs> yeah. ever seen. that like, was some bad CGI. Too. It was oh, yeah. really bad, and like to the point, like I don't know how they fucked it up so bad, or the fact they had to uh, kind of deal with the fact they were putting it inside of an object that was kind of like slightly opaque. Mm-hmm. But like it, you could even notice it just like shrouded how bad it looked. Like where like there's like just a like early 90s Pixar mom inside of it. Oh, no, if there was a Pixar mom inside of that, there would have been an absolute dump truck ass. What are you talking about, Brandon? My friend Andrew, um, I told him about this, and he just sent me photos of, like, this... The physical stand-in. Oh, my God! Oh, no! (laughs) Just like... That's... That's like a that's like the Cloverfield monster. Okay, I'm putting that. I'm gonna find this and put it for the actual like cover. I'll send it to you. Oh, this is my favorite, the making of, and it's just this horrible monster. Oh wow! And I kind of was thinking it was just gonna be like a tennis ball, which I guess for the scenes when it was puppy, I hated any time. 
in the puppy scenes when anybody someone would like hand Clifford to someone else. Yeah, yeah. like yeah. the worst looking. Like here, you, can see you like here, you take this Nerf football that we painted green. You can yeah, slowly see it like no clip out of their just hands. Just use a real yeah. fucking puppy. God. Yeah, exactly. It's, I mean, it would have been so much more interesting if they'd use like like Lord of the Rings style effects. Like like like. Oh my god, who's that guy that was Schmeagol in Lord of the Rings? Uh, Andy Circus. Andy Circus. What if they just had him as <laughs> Do you think if your last name is Circus? Clifford likes ball. <laughs> I mean, this is what I was just about to say is if your last name is Circus, you gotta you gotta be a little silly guy. In he was Paddington. Oh yeah. He was. No. Was? Oh. Okay. That's like see Paddington is how you take. A simple children's movie with only a few like qualities that are canon and turn into something great. And I think first and foremost is not have it take place in New York. I'm like really over. Um, I thought you were gonna describe the Paddington as like a sex move. <laughs> I mean, yeah, like, prison it, reform. Yeah, it's like it's when you put a little rain slicker on your dick. Yeah, and then you fuck marmalade, and then you see all the flies that stick to it and suck the blood out of your cock. Yeah, they like maybe get the flies in. Um, I mean, that's the thing is we uh, we haven't talked about Paddington on this podcast because oh, it's, a, so good. it's a good Paddington movie, knows what he it. did. Yeah. Oh, it's it's actually it's really good. It's really charming. Yeah. Both Paddington and Paddington Two, and I dare say Paddington Two is a better sequel even. Are I'm great better. Films. It's it's the highest rated movie on Rotten Tomatoes ever. It beat out Citizen Kane. Yeah. I mean, it's got Citizen a sad backstory. Shit. Yeah. I it's mean, a, yeah. It's got a sad backstory too, though. Where like uh, Paddington was based on like in. Peruvian like immigrants would just like leave their kids yeah. at train stations and with, like, with like yeah with like notes like please adopt me my parents yeah. left me yeah. I went to Peru thinking it was like beautiful magical and then I was just like oh my god there's Paddington's everywhere yeah <laughs> there's no marmalade here oh. <laughs> no it was just like it it is like actually like I yeah. That's like part of it. I'm curious. George sucked too because like the big man in the big yellow hat just went and took George out of the jungle. And once again, all this is imperialism. Yeah, yeah. Is. I was just uh, thinking that. Yeah, like uh, the white man's burden era British Babar? stuff. Oh my god! Oh, <laughs> we should totally have like a Ricky Ticky Tavi Rudyard Kipling movie. Didn't Chuck Jones? What about Rick Tick- Ricky Ticky Tavi? Yeah, it's like. 30, 40 minutes. It's not yeah. like a full movie. Yeah. Oh, yeah. well. We can still do it. Who gives a shit? It's a jungle book? We, we jungle yeah. book? Oh, that's Rudyard Kipling, <laughs> yeah. too. Yeah. yeah. Man, that is weird. That is what? It's almost like these these great nations that are full of evil trying to justify the machine that runs out of blood. I, ooh, ooh, what about, like, an anime about the Crimean War? Ooh, I think it's called 86. <laughs> It's berserk. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, we're we're kind of off the track of the plot, but once again, it, it doesn't. It doesn't matter. matter. It doesn't matter. Home is, it's exactly what you think it is. Yeah. Tech guy sees big dog. Says, "I need to get that dog so I can get his DNA, so I can finally make my dick big." Um, and then puts a tracking trick, like a chip in him, so that he can like say, "This is my property." And then he gets loose, and they try to chase after it. That's like the whole Wait, plot of the that, film. That's something that really pissed me off. It's Th- so stupid. Yeah. Well, this, this guy has this company that's supposed to be like, what, it's called like Grow Life. Life Grow. Life Grow. They have a they have a whole company that's like, yeah, we're trying to make big stuff happen, and they have. Yeah, but all they're doing is they, giving sheep like two heads. Yeah, they they had no proof of concept for actually making things better, and honestly, they at least did something with making a sheep with this two heads. Is... The other thing they did was like a fucking sheep that was just angry. Yeah, and also, man, two heads, man, how things suck you off, man. You know what? 
You know, this is my opportunity. As well as what we're saying, like, stuff and plot doesn't matter. Honestly, I think the angriest I've ever been in this kind of scale of, like, uncreative, overproduced movies. In Evan Almighty, he had to, like, build a giant arc to stop with the Great Flood. And then the flood just goes through D.C. It's just, like, one tidal wave through D.C. And then it's over. I I, I know it's not the movie, but I really do not care about Clifford the Big Red Dog. (laughs) No, I don't think any of us did. What if, what if, like... Howard Ratner's like, hey, I found something bigger. Let's trade this in. Kevin, Kevin, you're not going to fucking believe this. I'll get you your stone, but you got to see this. And it's just, I don't know. Just, yeah. That'd be better. That would be a much better film, but instead, the only the only good thought... It was Josh Tafty's music when he wrote Clifford the Big Red Dog. Sorry. Get, get the brothers. Get the brothers in. Um... My only good thought I had while watching this whole big old dump of a film was, hey, at least David Allen Greer got a paycheck out of this. So, I don't consider that a good thing. Yeah. He seems to be like less happy to be in the movie than anyone else. He's like, a landlord. Other... Yeah, that's true. Well, I think he's the, the superintendent of the building, not the landlord, but I yeah. guess he does evict mm. them, so... Yeah. Yes! He's landlord then, yeah. The landlord's gonna come up in the end like, oh, I'm sorry, my horrible business manager put you out. Yeah. I didn't know what was going on here. There were ghosts! Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> There was no ghost. Oh, oh no, I guess technically there could have been one ghost. I do like uh, the first, like, anytime something start to ha- starts happening is when Clifford first, they wake up one morning, Clifford's big, but also the apartment has these sliding doors mm-hmm. for every single door, which, like, did they find a place that had that, or was it literally just like, okay, we can't have the doors, like... That's we don't want to have to think about how, where the dog is going to have to be. Yeah. That's the thing. They definitely made that set so it would be easier for Clifford to be like, hey, look, we got we to do this scene where we're hiding him from the super. That yeah. was great. Physical logistics. Good on them. Yeah, it's like you got to embrace more stupid slapstick comedy for this instead of like trying to modernize it. Or just go over the top. Let's get to this. We need to talk about it. Me, Martin, and Luke, I forgot to get you in the group chat with this, but me and Martin had started up again. When we knew we were going to this film, we wanted to guess how many fart jokes would be in this movie. I was brave, and I said three. I was I was very uh, I was very foolish. I was foolhardy, and I guessed six. It's I mean that's that's like a fart every. Well, this is an hour and a half movie. I think there's only one. Yeah, there is. There is only one yeah. on a pug or something, right? Yeah, no, no. On, that, on, yeah. That, on that kid. That's right. Yeah, yeah when like, like he's they they do plenty of butthole jokes. They're a lot of butthole God. jokes. Yeah. They, they don't have a ton of fart jokes. It's and like, honestly, I'm I'm surprised that fart jokes are matched with piss jokes. I'm with the butthole thing. This just gave me an idea. I think in the Trojan War, what if the Greeks what like just crawled up? into an Clifford through his like asshole? <laughs> And then they'd wait in, and Clifford would jump over, and then they just like crawl out of his asshole, and then sack Troy. I, I believe they call that uh, raw dogging. <laughs> yeah, I think either the soldiers or Clifford would die. Yeah, the raw dogging. And the ensuing uh, col- 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 colonial rectal. No, 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 trauma. no, 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 no. This is like a Clifford that's like, like ten stories tall. Huge Clifford. He could be bigger. He could be bigger. Yeah. I, so here's the thing. When you're taking like in a wooden horse, you're like, well, this is nice. I can use this for decoration. A ten-story foot, like a ten-story tall dog, like that's a big responsibility. I don't want yeah. that as a gift. I, you know what? We're gonna have to go on. It's like a giant teddy bear. Yeah, we're gonna. Like, go you get that for like a niece or nephew? That's just a fuck you to the parents. <laughs> I mean, we gotta go on a diversion here because like I know it's like early civilization, and there's not been like a lot of great schemes throughout history. But I don't care, like, no matter the stupidest guard, he opens the gates and he sees a giant wooden horse that is, like, literally made 
to fit a whole army in. He's not going to even be like, mm, let's check out this horse a little bit. He's like, oh, big horse, bring in. Like, it's... It, I hate that guy. Whoever that guy was. I, I know there's a word for it. There's something where, like, you have a fetish for horses. I'm sure they, like, knew that, and they they, they counted exactly. Yeah, the world's first brony. That sounds right. I don't know. That's just... It's just... I was about to Aquafina. say the, world, the world's first brony. <laughs> My favorite horse. tweet... And I think about it a lot. Is just someone just asked, "Do you think they explored each other's bodies in the Trojan horse?" And I do wonder that. <laughs> they had to. My, uh, I had a history teacher who'd always say, like the sacred band under Alexander the Great is like either uh, I think it was like two hundred men or one hundred couples. Yeah, I, I can't. I can't say my favorite tweet out loud because it's the one guy about eating beans in the movie theater that spilled him on himself. <laughs> <laughs> it also gets very anti-Semitic. Yeah. <laughs> this K-word eating beans. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which I did, like, I don't remember the joke, but when I first started watching, when the, uh, what was the name of the, uh, little boy? Clifford? Little boy? No, like, the, the little boy who has a crush on Emily. Owen? I don't know. Owen? That Owen sounds, sounds right. right. Yeah. I, I referred, I just referred to him as a little boy. Little boy. But I made a joke about That's him being That's kind eight. of ra- Naming the aging uh, yeah. kid. Mm, no, no, well, I see it now. Yeah. You should have been more proper and said little Asian boy. Hey, everybody, I just, I apologize for the racism from the kike on the yeah. podcast. Yeah, I, I noticed I noticed that he was Asian, and I acknowledge. I'm like, oh, it's probably just like, oh, he was the best actor for the part, even though he's a terrible actor. Mm. But Dad then, was a good actor. Yeah, I feel like Dad was handsome. No, oh my god, he was so hot. No, it's getting the dad is what I was gonna bring up because this is when I thought like, okay, this is a movie made exclusively for China. Like we're not gonna make shit anywhere else. We're gonna sell it to China and make a lot of money. It's not exclusively for China. But, but in China, China they have them all the I don't even think it got sure. released in China. I couldn't find any info well, about that on online. I thought I just assumed they did because part of the plot was to save Clifford, they ship him to Hong Kong. And that's just saying like Hong Kong is like the way his like t- his his sanctuary, I'm like that wouldn't sell in China. Yeah, <laughs> they would protest it. Well, I, I I thought about a lot of really racist jokes when <laughs> they were like, "Oh, we're gonna send Clifford to wasn't it like literally Shanghai is where they were gonna send him?" No, I thought it was Hong Kong. It was Hong Kong. Oh, it was this, okay. it was this refuge. They, they have like an animal sanctuary. Yeah, but it was that, and coupled with like the scene, the speech that Emily gives in the park at the end where they're celebrating like. Freedom Day Festival or something like some uh, nondescript, okay, like so, just a lot of like banners that say "Life, Freedom," and she's giving a speech. And I imagine you could easily like overdub this in another language. Yeah. And she's talking about like the glory of the state or something. Yeah, there's, there's, there's Turn into Triumph of the Will. They're celebrating Life Day, the, the wonderful holiday from the Star Wars. Christmas I was about yeah, to the, say, the, uh, yeah. the uh, stinky holiday. Yeah, stinky, scruffy, smelly. What's all their names again? Fucker. I don't know. Stinky. The one's like one itchy. Itchy. itchy one. Yeah. Ooh. Scratchy. They got scratchy, right? Yeah. You know what would be great in Clifford? A whole like ten minute Wookiee conversation. I can't do Wookiee. Deborah. I would have really liked somebody's grandfather watching holographic porn. I think it really would have just brought this whole movie together. I would. I wish they used the genetic engineering to make a sheep with like seven dicks. And then they make a sheep with seven dicks. And now we're talking, baby. Yeah. It's a sheep with seven dicks, but it can't come. 
Oh, man, so that's, that's like torture. That's God's true tragedy. It's just oh, like, my God. Ooh. Every layer of hell, hell, purgatory, one dick, can't come. Yeah. First layer of hell, two dicks, can't come. <laughs> I got into science. I got, I got into biological engineering to torture goats. So. <laughs> As you do. I don't, Elon, I don't. Elon Musk literally tortured those monkeys. <laughs> I, I know that just he, for shits and giggles. I know that he didn't do it directly, but I do really like to imagine that Elon Musk went into the lab and just grabbed a hammer, which I hate one of those chimps. <laughs> oh my god! Now I feel like a tequila imported in a Paloma. You know, I'm gonna say this, Podzuki. You're hearing it first. We're depositing this idea that Elon Musk loves killing chimps. Oh, oh, new I... shirt, new shirt. T-shirt. Yeah. I I was just watching this great video. I I'll have to send it to you guys. I found this channel that's like someone who's clearly getting a doctorate in philosophy or something, and then a virgin. Yeah. Right. Uh, <laughs> he uh, loves. Yeah, it's like he applies philosophy to pop culture analyzing, and he does a whole forty minute video on like zombies, Simpsons, and I still cannot get over how they bring up the the Elon Musk episode releases like, Dad, don't you know who that is? It's Elon Musk, the greatest living inventor of our generation. I just feel bad hearing it even. I don't want to, I can't see that YouTube clip. Did Lisa say that? Lisa said that. Yeah, because Lisa should know better. Yeah. She doesn't. She's, honestly, I'm going to say, Lisa's dumb as fuck. And then Bart would be like, well, you gotta watch your feet levels, man. Um, yeah. It's also, isn't Yuridley Smith kind of like the odd one out because she doesn't really do multiple voices? No, she's she seems. I mean, yeah. Yuridley Smith herself seems like a pretty cool chick. Yeah, I feel like she hasn't done anything terrible or stupid, and she's not getting fingered in uh, Maximum Overdrive anymore. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Wait, that's a Stephen King movie with the yeah. ACDC. And yeah. Yuridley Smith is in that getting fingered. That soundtrack um, rules so hard. Yeah. Hold on, I'm gonna pull that up right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to do later. Yeah, here. let's just pull up that video. It was mostly old songs, but I think who made Oh, it's all ACDC. Yeah. Uh, famously, uh, in interviews, Stephen King says he doesn't remember one single thing about that movie because he was so high on cocaine when everything yeah. was going on with it. It shows. I'm it sure, really sure, shows. I'm sure we talked about that during yeah. the episode. Go oh, check yeah. out that episode yeah. with uh, past guest Jamie Carbone. No, before we, before we get back to uh, Clifford... Y'all remember that scene where the uh, the soda machine like just uh, beats that baseball coach to death with sodas? Yeah, that rule. That was so fucking funny. Man, I loved oh, it. Oh yeah, I remember that now. Yeah. <laughs> that movie actually is pretty good looking back. Now. Yeah, at the time I think we really no, hated it. It's completely it, ridiculous. It takes it takes a Clifford the Big Red it's Dog better to than make appreciate a maximum over. Did we like that movie? I I think we were kind of like ambivalent towards it. I yeah. think I was on cocaine when I watched it. <laughs> <laughs> that makes sense because that is a hard movie to get through sober. Um... I just remember all the Halloween stories we had at the end of that episode. It was really fun. Oh, that it's was a great fun. episode. Oh, yeah, go. This this has been a fun episode. Listen to that one, too. That's yeah, listen to that one, too. And uh, you know what? We don't we don't got to give this movie any goddamn respect or justice. Let's just get to the ending of it, because oh, we've been talking for a while. Oh, no. I mean, so the fast. police, wait, 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 the police wait, wait, wait. are going to shoot Clifford. Before, before we get to the end, <laughs> I, I do want us to take a moment just to talk about the trickster god. Because we yeah. haven't, we haven't, like, we've, we've mentioned him, but, like, okay... Bridwell, that's his name. Bridwell, Bridwell. is the yeah. name of the author just of the. Just call him book. Birdwell. Just call him Birdwell. I'm so upset at that. Our place. My bum is on the Swedish. Swedish. So we we see him take the life force from a man in order to 
extend the amount of time that they have to look for him. Like, literally, like the movie Life Force, where he goes over him and just a giant glowing <laughs> gob of goop goes in his mouth. And then he... He left behind his signature calling card, his tie. Yeah. yeah. Is he a silly killer? That's what I have he's, to say. He's a magical serial killer. Yeah. Well, I also love that they're told, not by the doctor that the guy's dead, but by the patient in the bed next mm-hmm. to where he dies. Like, oh, I'm sorry. The old man that was in that bed, he... He passed away this morning. He came too hard. Oh, (laughs) yes, there was... He had seven dicks. (laughs) And he came out of all of them. And some of those contained his life force. Which is my other way of saying... His blood. blood. He bled yeah. out of his He came dicks. blood, is what Some I'm saying. Some people to this day still say they can hear those seven dicks coming. Yeah, um, we call it the British jet pack. He just wants everything. Oh, man, I want to see this. Raspberry guy. ropes. Yeah. Oh, oh. That's a t-shirt. Um, <laughs> t-shirt. But if we make this t-shirt, I actually do have to draw a sheep with seven dicks, and it is coming blood out of all of them. We, we oh. have to do all these. We, we have Maybe. to release. We have to do like a weekly release and call it the Clifford Collection. We have way too many <laughs> shirts you know that we he, have to get to first. Oh, yeah. You know what? No, no, no. Wait. No, all of that. Yeah. yeah. But for like a video, <coughs> he's shooting the dicks, and they're spinning, and then Fortunate Son by Clarence Clearwater. That's a good movie. What about like Spider-Man, but he's like swinging by webbing oh, coming out of his dick? That oh. was one thing I wish I heard in Clifford. Whoa! He stole that guy's pizza! Yeah. <laughs> oh man, that would be a good movie. Listen to all these good movies we could have made, but instead we yeah. watched Clifford. That's what my favorite is when you're watching a bad movie that references a good movie. Yeah. So, the police are about to shoot Clifford. Um, <laughs> there's, no, there's no other way to put it, right? The very end of the film... They get into this high chase, or speed chase with uh, Tony Hill's character. He's trying to get the dog. They reveal to the public, because they're like interviewing a bunch of people, that he actually stole the dog. So everyone's turned against him, but he still wants to get that damn dog. They finally corner him in a park, and he's like trying to prove that the dog's there. But before this happens, the police have like cornered Clifford, mm-hmm. and they're like, stand down. At the Freedom Day Festival. At Freedom yes. Day Festival. <laughs> and they're like, this dog's a threat. And I'm like, I honestly had the thought for a second, like, they are going to have the police officers pull out their guns on Clifford. Honestly, they should have. Police kill, like, a, a thousand dogs a day, don't they? Yeah. yeah. That's Imagine how, how horny they would have been seeing that big dog, like, ooh, I gotta get him. That counts I, for at least ten dogs. I think it's because I watch so many, like, because I, like, got dumb over the pandemic. I don't give a shit. I'm dumb now. But I watch so many animal rescue yeah, videos. Yeah, I got dumb yeah. like, as well. And it yeah. before. But then my kids got massive. What I do with these things. Um. <laughs> but, um... I was like, wait, they had the, like, scary, ominous music. So what we didn't mention in the beginning is they had the mom with the baby dogs, and the only one was, like, Clifford. So it was these four regular yellow lab puppies are so cute, and then Clifford, who's red. Okay, then. Um, Which is why you don't need the mom scene, especially if you're not going to bring the mom back. Exactly. That was very unnecessary. I think it's trying to set up, like, why they, like, are... Like, why he's alone in New York. I actually... Yeah, but you're making this movie for toddlers. 
I know. Like, toddlers Little won't care. Toddlers and, have had no social growth in the past two years. Yeah, tod- toddlers won't care, and adults are just like, man, I hope Rosie Perez is <laughs> in this movie. Wait. <laughs> oh, if that happens, I'll be so yeah. happy. It, it just all locked into place for me. That opening scene was originally a little bit longer, and it involved the dog mother making a pact with Satan. That's why she had <laughs> the one red child. Well, I, I like Satan. You gotta save my and- dog. <laughs> Make them red. I watched uh, Beethoven last night after I rewatched this movie. Yeah, we need to talk I about this. There's a crazy link that I did not realize until you mentioned it. Yeah, well, it's just like I feel like that's like the quintessential like kind of era when this movie should have come out. When yeah. you could make a movie and the star is an animal and everybody loves it. Yeah. Yeah, because I'll get paid on... Sorry, I'm yeah. cooking what I'm saying. Yeah, we're cookies now, sorry. But yeah, the uh, scene, that opening scene from Clifford kind of was, mm. I think, supposed to be like yeah. Stanley Tucci and Oliver Platt, who are the henchmen in Beethoven, if you didn't know that. They, oh, I forgot Stanley Tucci. Yeah, and they, Tucci they, they break into the uh, pet store to steal pets. Poochie Tucci. Poochie Tucci. Um, I did this piece in college... So the backstory was, it was like my senior year, and I was trying to get my project out, and I completely missed this assignment for a creative writing class I didn't care about. It was about, like, presentations and, like, philosophical allegory to creative writing tropes. And then I get to see an email in the morning from the professor that's just like, if you didn't turn in the assignment, you get an automatic zero. And I didn't do it. And so I was like, oh, fuck. Well, I'm just going to email her and ask if I can present it anyway. This is my fault. I still made it. I had it. But you can still give me the zero. I just want to do it. So, like, in 20 minutes, I did this. I put together this presentation. And it was about how these movies, like, or like Enchanted, Smurfs movie, all the movies that are, like, children's characters in New York City were a parallel or, like, a subversive critique on Plato's allegory of the cave. <laughs> and then I did it because I just, whatever. And then I got an email from the professor just saying, I was so impressed by your oh presentation that I said as a compromise, I'm going to give you a C on it. And that's what it brought it like back to where it's just like, oh my God. It's like that, was that uh, Jersey... Kandinsky being there, Chaucy the. Do you remember being there by Jersey Kandinsky? It's like this book. I know the movie, the the Peter Sellers movie. Yeah, I had to read the book, but that's what it. I don't know. But I I just want to say, like, that whole. Sorry, I trailed off. I think the uh, person who made Clifford had this very similar experience. It's like, oh, hey, you can just, like, phone it in. And people will still be impressed. <laughs> That's exactly. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, guess what? I made Clifford. <laughs> yeah. It's like that easy. It's. It... I made this movie and I'm gonna stuff it down your throat. Yeah. But what if it was writing and he never seen a movie before and he's like, oh my god, what if they're in New York City? There's, it's such a complex area. What if, what if New like York City were like the fifth character, character the in fifth the movie? Character. Oh my god. Um, David Wayne's in the background, just smiling, giving a thumbs up the whole time. <laughs> And then Jeremiah Johnson's just nodding. I, I did want to mention that the real quick. The joke about David Wayne is that when he made um, the movie They Came Together, he every interview packet into where he went on, he kept saying to everybody, he's like, I just, the movie set in New York, and I want everybody to know, New York's like the fifth character. <laughs> and he kept doing that over and over again. It was the funniest shit in the world to me. I'm just here so I don't get fined. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. I love David Wayne. 
I don't love this movie though. Uh, so the cops shoot oh, I loved to it. death, and it's if over. David Wayne had made it, it probably would have been interesting. Yeah, that's very true. <laughs> oh, where's High American Clifford? Yeah. <laughs> oh, I sent you didn't see it because we're not doing this over Discord, but I sent a uh, work image to the linked up because oh, there's yeah. a. Uh, you can read my uh, you can read my comment after too if you like. Oh, I don't think I've seen it. Yeah, yeah. You haven't is. seen it? No. <laughs> okay, you know if you did. Um, while they're pulling that up too, I I, I do want to oh, say. Oh yeah, I see that one. In the in the weird inverse. That's hot. Yeah, it's hot there's as fuck. Oh. Wait, wait, what wait. Is this? Do you bet? I'm gonna is Google. It's, it's just like rule thirty four. Uh-huh. Wait, you had another image? Clifford, did the you didn't send that? Oh no, Nick sent that. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Pascal. You know what I'm looking up? Clifford the Hedgehog. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> this is so. We're just looking at the image now. Should uh, I make this the cover art for the episode? No. We, well, you know what? Do do that and the one. <laughs> do that and the one that looks like an angel from Evangelion. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> I, see that. I just realized that's the original one. Fuck. Wow. God damn. There's got to be a lot of Clifford porn. I just know Rule Thirty Four and then E Six Two One's got a lot of it, probably for sure. Um, it's the also the, Cl- this is this is off tangent, but Clifford the Hedgehog, uh, that new Sonic the Hedgehog trailer, yeah, for Sonic the Hedgehog two looks yeah. kind of cool. Yeah, I mean, I mean I'm gonna I enjoyed, see it. I enjoyed the first. one. Well, it was I'm when doing... like I was watching the trailer and when the egg robot shows up, mm-hmm. it looks like something from the video games. I was like, okay, that made me smile. I felt That's something cool. from Team Sonic Boom reacts to live action Clifford. And also, <laughs> it's so weird to say this, but like I just like that Jim Carrey's there, and it looks like he's having such a good time. He's having such a I'm glad they brought him back. I I was the best part of the first one. I saw the trailer for the Sonic movie for when I was seeing Jackass Forever, and a friend I was with a friend who didn't know anything about Sonic the Hedgehog. And then he's like, I'm getting really horny seeing these characters. Yeah, (laughs) and you missed out. He was like, this friend is like, man, there's I was just saying Hannah and Sonic. I'm like, there's Knuckles, and they're like, Knuckles, like what? And then they're like, oh, because that's how deep they can get. I'm like, no, that's. Fisty the Echidna. Yeah. <laughs> so it's now I just want to like plug eat. in my character, Fisty the Echidna. <laughs> I I would not. You would have been like a weasel or something. There's, I think there's a huge extended like Echidna. Uh, yeah. Like canon because of that that one fucking comic book writer who is crazy but also successfully Christian? sued for the rights uh, to all of those characters. <laughs> no, the, the, the whole Archie comic series, right? Yeah. yeah. I read those as a kid. That's insane. They Those were going on, the Sonic Archie comics were going along enough to where they had to do like a Christ on Infinite Earths yep. sort found... of crossover, which was geniusly titled Genesis. I just <laughs> I found uh, Rocket Fist the Echidna and Smash the Echidna. Uh... Oh yeah! Any, any let's just name. talk about all these movies that are better than Clifford. <laughs> well, let's right. name all the uh, uh, Sonic-inspired original characters. I, I, there are too many. We can't do that. <laughs> yeah. My I, favorite. I do love that our podcast is slowly becoming a listen, a listen, and a look along to porn with. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, with the destiny of this you didn't know what kind of podcast guest I was when you asked me to do this, and. Oh. No, we, we knew exactly we, we, how we, this is not This be. is not new. Thank you. I mean, we, <laughs> Thank you so much. Like, you know, like a quarter of one episode was uh, dedicated to Feet Wiki. Oh, yeah. Wiki oh, yeah. Feet, that's what it's called. Wiki Feet, yeah. Was it specifically with that episode, I forgot who the guest was. They it was didn't. Slime. It was Slime. He didn't know about Wiki Feet, right? He didn't know about that's, Wiki Feet. Got, he had to be lying to us. He had to be lying out his ass. I got Horse a... Uh, he's like a family comedian. He has a few specials on Netflix, but he... Message. He emailed me 
Oh, and yeah, we got to talk about this story. I remember this. Oh, yeah. Uh, some... Let me find his name, because I want to name him on this. Uh, David... David Duchovny? David yeah. David Duchovny's famous sex freak? <laughs> David Duchovny. He's... Beethoven. Okay, so basically... Oh, yeah. oh, my God. That's pre-X-Files. Okay, so his name is... Do you is... think he saw Beethoven and he was such a big dog, he's like, I gotta make some X-Files about this. <laughs> his name is Steve something shit. Steve Trevino. Steve. I've never heard of him, but he's like, he has a few Amazon specials. Okay, and I found I the email exchange. Name. Well, he was like, hi. He asked me if I could draw a collage of feet for him, because he has a foot fetish, because at first he wanted me to send photos of my feet. I was like, I won't do that, but like, I can provide something else, like, drawing. He's like, would you draw me a collage of feet? And I'm like, sure, what are you thinking? And then he sends me so many foot photos. I still have the files on, like this. That's a lot of that's, feet. That's a lot of feet. That's only he, one of the sent- collages. He sent me 12. Yeah, my phone's broken. That's why it screams <laughs> like that. I'm like, cool, cool. Well, we're going to what size you work one. He's like, yeah, something like 10 by 20. I'm like, great, great. I'll draw this. Um, uh, and then he's, this is the part where I left him on read. I'm willing to pay upwards of $20, and I just never respond to that. What the fuck? I'm so That's not even a dollar a toe. Yeah. Uh, I've so. got the money to spend. <laughs> That's it. Just one. Yeah, I just said it twice. Yeah. I feel like something seems so off about that story. If you got a foot fetish, you got to know the money going in for getting a foot fetish commission. He was willing to pay photos for, like, pictures of my feet, which are, like, not great feet. Yeah, see... I, I'd be willing to spend upwards of $20, and I just left him on reads. Wow. Well, that says up to $20. Up That's to. Up to $20. Upwards, upwards of-, of $20 sounds like $20 or more to me. No, oh, shit. No. Well, he said, I'm willing to spend up to $20. Up to. Yeah, so Should I? Yeah, yeah. It's been like. That this, means no more than 20 bucks. Yeah. This was two years ago. Should I respond to him now? Say 21 $21. If you, if you Am I right? Up, upwards of a number means up yeah, slightly yeah, that's, above that's, that number. That, that could be like twenty is the base. It's not going to be less than twenty. But how she, uh, or actually how they read it out loud, it is up to twenty dollars. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I said twenty one dollars. I charge a dollar a toe. So he gets twenty one toes in this collage. It's <laughs> yeah. a feed with no toes. Just ooh, one extra ooh, toe. Ooh. Put a, Nubby. Put a, put a, a twenty one pilots uh, tattoo on one of the feet. Oh, that'd be good. I'm gonna link a twenty one pilots song from YouTube. <laughs> Actually, if you still want to do that foot collage, we could put that on the back of a shirt, and Wait, on the front of the shirt, it could say that's a lot of feet. You know, there's or, so many. Feet I had the you clip of free on the internet. Yardley Smith being fingered. Should I just include that? <laughs> now, did we, did we make a false memory? Was she actually she, for sure? She's getting bone in that film. We don't. I mean, they're it's they're all trying to sleep. They're, they're a new, newlywed couple, mm-hmm. and they're like kind of making out a little bit, and she's giggling. So what yeah, the fuck else? Yeah, okay, it was definitely fingering. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, like anyways. I've listened to other like bad movie podcast talk about it they've all come to the same conclusion yeah. Yeah. I thought this would be like a half in the bag experience but now I'm like oh this is way better yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm really into ha- I really love red letter media so uh, yeah I think we all do I'm very they've helped you know me what with- I'm gonna say I hate those fuckers <laughs> the hat frauds yeah. yeah I think they're Zionists yeah <laughs> which I support but for different reasons I don't like them I love <laughs> things that begin with the letter Z you just don't see that a lot xylophone fuck that's an X um, <laughs> <laughs> um no the new Zionist that starts with an X that's a xylophone oh yeah. oh yeah oh my god that would be such a hot club in New York today. New York's <laughs> house club is Zionist with an X <laughs> oh, yeah. 
How many? And Xanadu with a Z. Ooh. <laughs> flipping get, it up. Get Ayla on the phone. They got a new soundtrack. That's why they call me that. I'm going to flip it on you. Yeah, but those guys helped me realize, because I haven't thought about it, I really fucking hated the female Ghostbusters movies so much. Well, they're right on the money that it was like they used. They're like, oh, it's women, so that's why you don't like it yeah. to their advantage. That is why I don't like it. Uh, okay. Oh, thank God. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's, I think actually this is a good way to bring it back to Clifford. They're very similar where it's just like, we have this movie and we're going to make it. And there's just like cynical no emotion or soul that way. Yeah. No. It's just yeah. completely cynical. They yeah. know people will buy money. I Sometimes I'm okay with movies if it's for, because this is like for young kids and who haven't had a lot of socializing lately. Like, because we're all indoors about this fake COVID virus. Well, I mean, yeah. we were talking about Sonic but, earlier. And Sonic, they kind of put a bit of the effort into it, or at least like some yeah, people. Yeah, like Ben good. Schwartz. Yeah. is that the guy who plays yeah, Sonic? Yeah, I love He's enjoying himself, I think, and yeah. I think that reason. Sonic is great. Um, I love. Oh God, you guys! I'll send you the link to put in here. But the postmodern analysis of Sonic Adventure Two is one of the greatest videos I've seen. It's they go into Jean Baudrillard, who's a French social cultural analyst, and the it it dismantles the idea of dichotomy of good and evil, or just dichotomies in general through this. Even though you have the light and evil side of Sonic, they love to come together then to work together. But not just that. But it's that is true. But really, what it is is um, God. You know, I. Because I just poured, like, extra tequila in here. I'm, like, dumb as shit. It's okay. It's okay. So you I think it's okay. Do you need me to start talking about the Marxist overtones of Sonic the Hedgehog 2? No, Marxist... This channel plays Marxism to Shrek. Uh, but I think it's okay sometimes for, like, kids' movies who are, like, four years old to have that very cliched setup. The issues are it doesn't add to that reliable foundation. It, it just subtracts. It does. You can have that sort of solid foundation and add some complexity and dimension well, I, I, I to it, think, and it didn't do that. I think, going back to Beethoven, Beethoven kind of had, like, it's got this very easy premise. Dog gets taken from where it was living, finds his family, there's some hardships, but you had the characters of the family in Charles Grodin to kind of, like, that was the... Yeah, that was the interesting stuff of yeah. it. Like, the, that's what you built on top of this yeah. premise. Like, anything starring a dog, I think, should be, is a very high concept, I guess. Like, Homeward Bound. Like, Absolutely. oh, a bunch of animals. Mm. They were got lost from their family. Now they have to go Homeward Bound. I learned two things in that film, which I think about often, especially when I was going through my college thesis, which is cats rule, dogs rule. I was just I thinking, like, I, I was thinking, Can we just I talk can't about believe, my cats? I can't believe that that's not like a shirt that they will like put on like some hot goth chick in the Facebook ads. Yeah, and also make her a cat. Oh, you know what? If 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 um, because then it goes up with like the witch, like how all women want to be witches now. Yeah, <laughs> and make uh, NFTs out of them. Yeah, and then give them to uh, cat. Oh, God, I don't, I don't. They want to be good witches, not evil witches. Oh, I mean, they think they're good. Don't worry. Yeah. Um, yeah, I feel like I'm gonna I'm gonna do something completely rogue on this, and also to call back to Roosh the Bad as well, who I'm always thinking about. Oh yeah, that's what I was gonna talk about. How um, this video. But to go to go rogue here, let's just rate the film. We don't even need to finish the the plot summary. We are beneath um, actually doing this film any justice of saying what happened in it, I what think, happened at the end. I think you mean we're above it. You know? No, we're below it. Okay. You know who I put in this movie? Yeah, Salman Rushdie. <laughs> oh yeah. 
Oh, what about uh? Yeah, well, <laughs> I love, I love like you could put him in there and like no one F. would Murray know. Abraham's. Like, I was putting Solomon Grundy. Solomon Grundy wants pants too. Um, <laughs> <laughs> one of the God, I miss those old Cartoon Network commercials. I still think about the jokes from that to this day. The precursor to Space Ghost. Anyways, God, um, that's so good. Let's just let's just review this this piece of shit film. We're gonna give it. Uh, I'm gonna say just five out of five poorly CGI tiny red dogs, uh, because that puppy at the beginning of the film it just looked like an abomination. It looked like its head wasn't big enough. No, that's the thing is it went from like it had just like puppies have big heads and big feet and it's so cute, but it was just a tiny dog and then they made it bigger. Yeah, it looked more like a puppy when it was big though. Like I don't know, I feel like they did the big model first. Like wait, we need a small model. Yeah, no, they totally fucked up. Yeah, but (laughs) ten out of ten fucked up little red dogs uh, CGI'd. I'm going to give this a very firm four out of ten poorly CGI red dogs because, like we we've complained about this whole time, we've riffed so much on this. We've talked about other movies we enjoyed better that have gotten this foundation better. <laughs> Inevitable. There's just it it does psychic damage to you watching this film, and I wagered there'd be three fart jokes, and even it it disappointed me in the amount of just crude humor I thought it was going to have. It couldn't do anything right. Yeah. And I'm sorry with this rating, they officially have to put down Clifford. That's how it works. Those are the rules. I think that's fair. I'm sorry. And I'll give it a... Probably 4 out of 10 as well. Because, yeah, it's not good. I laughed a lot out of it, but I also smoked a lot of weed while I was watching it. (laughs) And I was, like, cracking jokes. Because I think I finally figured out how to, like, watch a bad movie by myself. Yeah! (laughs) You just just have to like the sound of your own voice. Yeah. <laughs> oh, gonna... you should try doing podcasting. So, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> recommend it highly. I'm gonna give it a two out of ten. I mean, I hate to be the female in the group. <laughs> uh, no, I love it. But just the fact that they had hey, Miss I have... Elliot's here. Uh, I... Center my cat, by the way, she'd say. Oh, she's so cute. But I have to reiterate the fact that they had Horatio Sands after the allegations came out, and he fights off a bunch of men to this music. Of a song from Kesha's album that was her self-expression and part of the recovery from her own sexual assault was, it was actually insulting. And we've been joking around, I've been saying like slurs and stuff, but that was like, (laughs) honestly, that was infuriating. They had plenty of time to take that out. They had plenty of time to think about it. It's a small role. He didn't do much. Maybe they kept them in and like, well, it's too late. But take that. I don't think it song. ever came up. I don't think they were ever told by anyone. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think anybody had their eyes on this fucking movie. Do you like, think anyone actually knew that was Horatio Sands? I did. Because yeah. I every time I see him, I'm like, eh. Right. Uh, well, no, yeah. I think anyone working on the movie. Do you think they just thought, I was like, oh, whatever, he got the role. Instead of the rubber As hand, he should have had like a rubber head like he got his head cut off. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, he did have a guy. Such yeah. good punch-up for this movie. Give, <laughs> yeah. us, give us a chance, Hollywood. And yeah. the fact that they portrayed homelessness and poverty as like a quirky element yeah, into like, the setup was also really fucking insulting. That was the issue I had. I really like riffing. Homeless? Do they do that with homeless? Yeah, yeah they become homeless. They become they get evicted. Oh, and, okay, and, yeah. and Cat Uncle Cassie is living out of a. A car. And they make it like a quirky humor. I mean, yeah, he's a, like, oh, I couldn't pay for all my college debt after this. I'm like, oh, so we're just a joke now about yeah. how we can't yeah. do education. And so I'm like, okay, this is a bad movie. And so I'm sorry to continue with this. But, like, it really pissed me off to the point where I had to step away from the, my, like, laptop 
I went to a dog park and then I went to get a cream puff because I was so pissed off. <laughs> well, how about how about the ending narration by John Cleese where like, and Uncle Casey finally got a real job. Mm-hmm. Now, like the illustration is he's at like an artist stand, but you could tell they just added that. They meant like Target or something. Yeah, when they were writing it. Yeah, that too. Where they like make fun of working. I just found the movie... following your dream. Yeah. It was so fucking elitist. It was just. It was. It really. It's not worth the energy, but I have an opportunity to be justifiably angry, so I'm going to harness it. And that's, that's, that's you can like, watch so many better kid films too so on Paramount Plus. You can watch the original SpongeBob movie, which is phenomenal. That's so one of the good. best movies I have ever seen. It shows you the power of friendship. It shows you the important relationships. It challenges gender roles. We're all attracted to Patrick. They're when still he's making new episodes out. of that show, right? Yeah. yeah, it's like kind of not great. Yeah, yeah. but you know what? David Hasselhoff would have made this movie a lot better. Remember when his pecs like yeah, separated? Just, oh, yeah. yeah. Well, there's like a, a big like a model yeah. of him that they made for the movie. And I think they were selling that at auction a couple of years ago. And yeah, a SpongeBob movie. They put effort into it. Yeah. You it put effort into something, you can make something good. A Clifford movie could have been good. It Wait. could have been good. I need to jump into my review. Yeah, sorry, yeah. sorry. I want to give this film uh, three little homunculus dogs out of ten. Uh, just not fun. This film was like a big un- water. It was a <laughs> it was a it was a, it was a, it was a champion. Oh, little water. It, it was a it's a fucking like boring chore to get through. I didn't yeah. enjoy like a lot of it. I also fucking hated all the blatant product placement. Like while I was going, <laughs> I, through, I, was I like, remember honeycombs. That was anyone anyone hungry for something from Zillow right now? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. That, when he was in the like uh, the twenty three uh, million dollar apartment. Yeah, like. What a weird thing to like look up. Like yeah. I like I'm on the run technically. I mean I, I do wouldn't. that too. Hey dog, does this little boy have a sister I can seduce? <laughs> oh yeah. He's fucking it's all weird and it's all bad. I also hate yeah, the Yeah, remember when the dogs were like, We gotta put him down, but only with a Smith and Western. Um I I, I bought an Abercrombie and Fish, the type that Ernest Hemingway used <laughs> to kill himself. Nice. I gotta get a good one. Visit Sansel's resort. You don't want to be a dummy like freaking Kurt Cobain. You look like an idiot. I I hate the fucking moral of this movie that magic does exist in the world, but only to solve the very minor problems of the middle class. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I think and we're going for a big magic. I think we're going through a cultural shift away from admiring that. I was just talking about this with someone where people. Who, like, really like, I hate to be a gatekeeping, but people who really love superhero comics and stuff have all been shifting towards the TV and stuff that are focused more towards the C-list superheroes who, like, have to take a taxi instead of their jet and are living in the suburbs instead of New York City. I think it's also just, like, those ones that aren't like that we've seen so much of. We've seen so much of And also the C-list ones, new creators get to take them and kind of have fun with it because it's not, like, Uh, mandates, like, oh, they have to be this, 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 and this. I'm I'm, I'm still so fucking upset that we didn't get that original Ant-Man movie because it would have been so fucking good. Oh, with Edgar Wright? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Edgar Wright was supposed to do He was supposed to direct it, and he wanted to make like his own fucking self-contained movie that wasn't part of the greater Marvel universe. It would have fucking ruled. Yeah. Well, that up, sounds great. To bring up David Wayne, wasn't David Wayne attached at one point as well? Was he? That's... Let David Wayne do a Marvel film. Yeah. I, mean, it, I, I, I believe he was. It's a, Maybe that like it was like David Lynch almost doing Jedi, oh, where yeah. like, they mm-hmm. took a meeting. Yeah. yeah that's. Yeah. Also, hey... That'll be my recommendation. Look up that video of David Lynch 
talking about his meeting with George Lucas because it's really funny. <laughs> that sounds great. Yeah. yeah. Oh man. Well, there's a lot of things better than this, but that's that's our feeling on Clifford. It's a big stinky doo doo pile. You could watch any better a children's movie. I hope he gets parvo. Yeah, I really do. Is that the one where they get like the heart condition? They die. I don't know. I just know they die. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the world can rest knowing that monster's taken down, and there's no Hiller in the film. It could have been so much better. I'm not like supporting him, but he could have been in the background, and be like, "That's a big dog." And he's a puppet. <laughs> yeah, he's a oh, puppet for some reason. Oh, how many movies have we watched for Podzuki that have? Maybe not even prominently, but just featured Hitler in some way. Because I think I think every film. There's got to be at least one. I, <laughs> is there a Godzilla movie that has Hitler? That'd if there be hasn't great. been, there should be. That would be like so funny. Was, was Hitler featured at all in Solo, or just kind of there in spirit? No, that's that like it's, no it's Hitler. The idea. It's more. Yeah, it's okay. It's fascism. Do you yeah. guys remember when Hitalia was like a popular anime? And I was like, this is very weird. What? Hitalia? Do you remember? I've never Is that the one where they're like their countries? Yeah, so they're the countries personified during World War II, and Germany and Japan are just like so cute. And I was Mm -hmm. like, what the hell? Yeah, that was was a fucked up time period in anime. You know, when I think of uh, 1940s Germany, I think Sundare. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I guess I could. I I could get there. I think it's something where like Japan can kind of hide behind Germany doing the Holocaust just a oh, little yeah. bit. Like, yeah. okay, just, uh, Japan has Nanking. Sure, yeah. They they didn't do good shit either, but they didn't do the Holocaust, which involved people with white complexion. Oh, yeah. okay, that's, so. that's another shirt we can do. We didn't do the Holocaust. <laughs> T-shirt. Yeah. It was already <laughs> burning since the world was turning. In, in, in like in like like five years from now, we're not gonna be a podcast. We're gonna just make T-shirts. God, we got so many. We can, yeah. we can take over T Public. I've got a great idea for a T-shirt. I, did, please I do want a great idea this. for a T-shirt. Remember that movie, The Sixth Sense? Yeah, yeah. But instead of dead people, you see dumb people. Oh, <laughs> Dude. Oh. Now that we're done playing Hungry Hungry Hippos, I'm gonna loop that at least like 20 times. I was about to say, can you please like extend that? (laughs) (laughs) All right, so welcome back to the third hour of Podzuki. (laughs) um, Before we get to the stupid game section, I keep telling you all to watch Kamen Rider because specifically in Kamen Rider X, one of the villains is Starfish Hitler, which is a giant monster that's that's a starfish and Hitler at the same time. Really? Yeah, you can Google that. Definitely get that. I'm about to start Resident Alien. I hear good things. I've heard good things. Oh, that's that Alan Tudyuk? Yeah. I love Alan Tudyuk. He's great. I mean, every role he gets, he just crushes. Wait, what was the show called again? Oh, uh, look up uh, Kamen Rider Starfish Hitler. (laughs) He'll pull it up. I know it will. Um, So, yeah, let's get to the stupid game section. I only want to do one, and then we can. Quit playing. Stupid games. Do our plugs and recommendations and get out of here. Um, which is, I'm bringing back, what's the deal with this kaiju? Um, because I want to posthumously, I guess that's how you <laughs> remove Clifford. He looks less, less like, a, like a starfish than I was expecting, and more like Hitler. Yeah, he's exactly. Like, <laughs> yeah. I hope people at home are Googling that. I thought it was going to be like, Hitler is like... Yeah. I found this movie so bland that I want to I wanna reopen the great hall of kaijus. Mm-hmm. I want to find where Clifford's staying. You want to remove Clifford's, and I want to remove Clifford's. status have, as a kaiju? Yeah, I'm taking it out. Let me let me pull up the list, because I actually don't remember if we have him on there. No, Clifford's on there. It's one of the first ones we talked about. Let's see. Okay, yeah, no, he is there. He's right between the concept of love and Audrey 2. 
Yeah, nice. Oh, Audrey 2, what is that? Oh, Little Shop of Wars? Come on. Dude. Oh, yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah. My favorite movie of all time. Now, here's the thing. I still argue that Clifford belongs on that list, but I would like to put CGI Clifford okay. uh, down into... Uh, wow, we had a long fucking list. I'm just, sorry, I'm going to do one thing for Starfish. I was thinking of Patrick Star, <laughs> and you're going to be like... You gotta change it to W for Weimer. <laughs> Continue. Wilhelm. Uh, you know what? Can we throw them under the, the anti-kaiju list along with the Grand Canyon, sure, Puppet sure. Masters, and the Knight of the Lep- Lepus Rabbits? Yeah, we can. Okay. Would you like to go over the categories we have again, too? Yes, I will. Because you know what? It's been, I think it's been at it's least been? 20 episodes since we've done this. Yeah. Uh, so what's the deal with this kaiju is where we, we debate uh, if something is a kaiju. So far in the kaiju list, we have the Three Stooges film series, mm-hmm. Zoolander 2, yeah. Stay Puff Marshmallow Man, Concept of Love, mm-hmm. Clifford the Big Red Dog, yeah. Audrey 2, yeah. the concept of Take My Wife Please jokes, <laughs> American Capitalism, Luke, The Thing, okay. the Fantastic Four film franchise, mm-hmm. Jerry Seinfeld, mm-hmm. Beetlejuice, Fascism, Humanity, Zoltan, Jolly Green Giant, Gremlins. I have a uh, new one. Oh. Big Boy from Big Boy is a lesser kaiju. Um, we just have You Cannot Be Racist Against Italians written here. Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. Unicron, <What>? Gary <laughs> Oak. That's another is. shirt that I was, I was thinking about in the shower today. What? There it is. <laughs> we brought that up on several episodes. Uh, Magic School Bus, Neko Bus, Big Titty Goth, Girlfriend, Racism, training, That was definitely capitalism. Aaron Klopfer that came out with Big Titty Goth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep, yep. Uh, he also did come. Hubris is up here. Uh, Godzilla, uh, in parentheses, cool, gentle guy. Uh, the Meg, Reptar, Car Jews, uh, Fish from the Cat in the Hat, <laughs> Fuck You Luke, uh, Dem Titties, Uber Driver, uh, in parentheses, Robs, uh, Godzilla <laughs> being on the list, War, and then God from God's Not Dead. Then under the list of not kaijus, we have Galactus, the Beverly Hillbillies, oh the God, Beatles, the Monkeys, Shrek, my ex-wife, Borat, Borat's fat friend, Dumb and Dumber, Voltron, Bowser, Regular Meg, The Kinks, Brother Rivalry, Young Sheldon. Then we have Schindler's List, which includes Jews, Jesus, Jesus Jeff Goldblum, Zords, Aaron Klopp for Bigfoot and Sasquatch, Maybe Jew, we have Goliath, Kingpin, and, uh... Was that Jin? Yeah, Matango. Uh, oh, those are the mushroom Topanga? people. Uh, Topanga. No, no, those are the mushroom people. No, <laughs> Topanga. Purple meets Rose and Kaiju. I'm putting, no, I'm putting Topanga under the list of I don't care right next to Swamp Thing. I have an idea for one. Wait one second. My- Whatever, we have the stupid game section. Pretty cool dudes. We have McCready, Windows, Nulls, Chess, Chess Wizards, and Dr. Blair. Not cool dudes. We have Gary, uh, in parentheses, Diabetes. In Egg, we have Super S. Natural Beauty is Destructive. Unnatural Beauty is New York. Kaiju Killer is Pippin. Meta Kaiju is Broly. Apex Kaiju is oh. Cat in the Hat. Parentheses Mike Myers. That's it. I think it'd be so funny if I take the sound clapping from earlier and just put it over the whole time you're talking. <laughs> you gotta get, get some cheers in there, too. Like, Just please. the audience going wild. I, I think, I honestly, Can's laugh track as generic as that movie, Clifford. Yeah, I'd agree with that. They could have made a commentary by including some of it. Especially like, uh, what, what's the name for the when two characters kiss, ethnic kiss or whatever, the that's, that. um, Yeah, I think it's just called ethnic kiss. <laughs> that's what family guy called I think it. Michael Crichton should be a kaiju. He was six foot nine. Michael Crichton really? six foot nine? He was, he was six like, foot really nine. Tall? Michael uh, Crichton was six foot nine. I gotta Google this real quick. This is, <laughs> this this is a, the, oh, this is the future. I think how tall is Steve Buscemi? Our, <laughs> our famous episode of Big Google. We're gonna have to change episode. it to how tall is Michael Crichton? One sec, I'm putting Michael Crichton under Schindler's list. I 
He was not on Schindler's List. He was born in Chicago. Michael. He's on this list now. Hell yeah. I know he wrote like <laughs> yeah, the only book my dad has ever read. It was a big read. list. Oh my god, he is 6'9". Look at this tall motherfucker. He's so fucking tall. Fuck. Okay, and I'm just gonna say it. If we're gonna talk about uh, this sort of canned foundation for a film or like any sort of media, Michael Crichton kind of had the sort of same formula. He was also pretty formulaic. Oh yeah. Well, his books were based more on like, he was more curious into the how than, like, characters and stuff. Yeah, but I think it was always, like, if you have, like, the Andromeda strain and, like, Prey and Jurassic Park, it was just sort of, like, we did this science thing and then it became too much and now we don't know how to stop it. <laughs> Why is Dracula describing it? Every major thing is too much. I'm a too much. I'm a Stanley Tucci. I'm trying to see what date he I want died. to suck your dick. <laughs> Okay. For a roll. I'm I'm googling right now because I got a wooden heart. Bring it in. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. I got I got really excited for a second that he died the, around the same time as Michael Jackson, but that's a year later. Oh. Michael Crichton and Michael Jackson. Yeah. When Together, heard... singing in heaten. Oh my god. Duetting. When I heard you that... had to extend his spouse list. He's had five wives. Wow. Michael Crichton? Yeah. Six feet nine How inches? young was the youngest nice. one? <laughs> I don't know, but maybe he just kept divorcing because they couldn't see them. Oh, I'm so stupid. I wrote one that said, married 2005. I'm like, she was three? <laughs> <laughs> A child bride? Uh, that'd be... Uh, well, his, uh, his last wife was born like 20 years after he was, so... Okay. Oh, we're doing a podcast. So shit. Um, yeah. We can end all this pod? out. It's fine. Yeah. Okay. Well, anyways, uh, let's get to the good old plugs and recommendations. Recommendations. I do we even need the plug section anymore? I feel no. We should we still can, do we plugs. Still plug something. I don't know. Go follow my cat. Let cat's people know Instagram. we got nothing going oh, that's on. That's true. Go follow Spaghetti Images. He's adorable. Yeah, they're, they're stuff- very cute, and they they wear clothes. I've never seen an animal willingly. I've seen an animal willingly wear clothes. <laughs> well, he's but- not doing it willingly. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the struggles what makes it exciting. But he does he keep them on, or is it like is well, yeah, he yeah, but he slowly he, takes he, them off. No, he keeps them on, but that's only because he's resigned to it because he knows he can't. Because as soon as he tries, I'm gonna put it back on him. Well, <laughs> the funny thing with our cats is when we put clothing on them, they just flop over like they can't move yeah. anymore. Yeah, that's really funny. When me and my brother like finally were like adults with our own stable like income and stuff my parents finally got a, do- a another dog and i went home for christmas one time and they were watch them for like 40 minutes try and get these uh reindeer antlers on top of their dog <laughs> <laughs> so they could take a picture and to no avail because he just kept like he wasn't even like i don't even think he disliked having him on it was just like he thought they were like playing mm-hmm. with them so Aww. he just wouldn't stay still that's so that's, that's really cute. cute. That's, I like yeah. that. That's very cute, but they would have saved time if they just learned how to use Photoshop. Yeah. yeah. Or Sable Gun. Um, but anyway. <laughs> Sorry, watch this Scrooged again. Um, I would say for plugs and recommendations, though, um, I don't... I, 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 you plugged your Instagram. You know what? Follow me on Instagram. I'm posting art and fun things on there. Uh, I might post a joke on Twitter. Who knows? <laughs> Find me at Kirkman Brown, either one of those. 
Um, and then for uh, recommendations, oh, you didn't do your recommendation though. No, uh, go watch watch Space Ghost Coast to Coast. It's great. So I think good. like every episode's on YouTube. Just look it up. Look at all. Go watch the they Star, were, Star Wars episode. I'm, I'm gonna go off of that and say Shin Chan's on YouTube, and I'm oh, watching that. Oh, Shin Chan. Yeah. You watch the dub or sub? Honestly, I'm gonna say it. the dub is fucking good, and it has. I like the dub a lot. Yeah, no, the dub. Well, I'm gonna say yeah. Usually subs are better, but this is all about cultural references, and this connect the dub connects with American cultural references, mm-hmm. and it works. Yeah. yeah. So I've been watching that lately. Shin Chan's on YouTube. You guys, um, you guys gotta start watching anime doms. Mm. You know what? I'm gonna. I wanna. I wanna recommend what I wanna consider the the greatest little boy, the little guy I've ever seen. Think about him every day. Wake up. His name's Boji. He's a little king. He's from the show called The Ranking of Kings. He's a sweet little guy. You gotta check this out. He's so cool. He's got like a little sword. He's really fast. Aww. It's just man, I love that guy. Check out the Ranking of Kings. Um, you can BitTorrent it pretty easily, but it's also on Crunchyroll and all that right now. Um, when you see when you see Boji, oof, you know what I'm talking about. You gotta know what I'm talking about. I'll pull it up while you guys are yeah. talking about yourself. I'm gonna plug, uh, I guess, my Instagram too, Flip Cooks. I don't post as much as I probably should. A lot of times, like I'll I'll make stuff and then I'm like, oh, I should make a post out of this, but like then I just end up eating it. I'm like, oh, I can't take a picture of it now. <laughs> But yeah, and recommend. I know I recommended something earlier, but I'm going to. That's so fucking cute. Look at that little guy. Yeah, that's cute. I'm going to. It's a really good anime, by the way. I'm going to recommend uh, Smiling Friends, which they knew. Oh yeah, it's a girl swim show that's taken the internet by and the internet by storm. I think it's also like it's it's a good show. It's well written, but it's also like all the guest stars are internet people. Yeah. Yeah. It's a very internet, which I think that's like. Live TV is dead. Like, I watch internet stuff on my TV. Oh, yeah. I yeah. think everybody does. Yeah, my yeah. parents, they finally got rid of their cable. They have, like, YouTube TV now. Hell, yeah. Which I, I, I did, like, the uh, free trial just so I could watch the Super Bowl because I wanted to watch the Super Bowl for some reason. <laughs> Watched it drunk as hell at a wedding. It was, it's weird because <laughs> it's... My family's from Cincinnati. It's almost like, like they were trying to be like, hey, millennials, you're fucking old now. <laughs> the I'm... oldest of you are, like, pushing 50. <laughs> Y'all suck. Yeah. I think the oldest millennials are like 40, 42. Yeah. I, I have a care. Gen X brother, which is really weird. Sorry, you know, you're they're right. Not, you're right. You're right. I mean, I think like you're. I'm kind of wrong if they're like under 40. If geriatric millennials, which is I think is what they're called, yeah. are under 45, and they're technically not pushing 50 yet. Mm-hmm. Like I consider that halfway point. That's when you're like. Yeah. There is that sort of little thing. I have an uncle who is like just between Boomer and Gen X, and he can connect with both. So yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah. Oh, he's like a daywalker. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Man, that's intense. Well, he, he has to kill people who are either younger or older. Yeah. And <laughs> with a sword. When yeah. you are between generations, you get poison sacks. Poison sacks. Oh, oh, I thought you said poison sex. I got really interested. Like, Ew! That's, that's, how that's my it. uncle. Not my uncle, but... Uh, I, heard, <laughs> I heard poison sex as well. I also heard poison sex, and I was just <laughs> yeah. thinking it was sex, sex that great I... song, Poison. Yeah, oh, that'd be great. No, it wouldn't be. What am I saying? What are you talking They're your uncle, but it, like, uh, I hope that my uncles have had good sex lives. No, yeah, I, I you know what? I'm going to say this. I'm going on record for Panzuki. I hope all of our uncles that we like have had good sex lives. <laughs> yeah. I, definitely, I definitely hope most of my uncles have. Yeah. I, 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 I like that you said that we like, because I do have one uncle where, like, I hope he's had some shitty sex. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, I got I, one that's so I, 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 I like my I cousins on that of... side, but he's an asshole. Yeah. I have one that, like, kind of hits on me. 
No. That's uh, that's not good. Yeah. No, I never see him, but I hope he has bad sex. Yeah. I do yeah. too. Yeah. Me too. You know what? I think that's a good thing. If you're if you're potentially hitting on your niece, like I don't think you can have good sex. No. I think it's just all that's gonna be nasty. Point. Yeah. Some real dark stuff. I think that's the perfect way <laughs> yeah. right to this episode. Do I plug anything? Oh yeah, if you get a plug here too. Okay. Fucking terrible host. Um well, listen, that's the reason I do I it. I'm a bad terrible host. guest. And this has been nah, a terrible Bazooki. Thank you so much. <laughs> <laughs> bye bye. Yeah. No, but give us that plug. Um, I'll just plug a friend. So I have a friend, John, who does a great account called Good Shirts. Used to be Good Shirts Vietnam. It got taken down recently by Instagram. It had 186,000 followers. It was his main source of income, and they just took it down. So he has a new Instagram called Good Shirts Guy. And I recommend you giving him a follow because he's just like one of my he's one of my besties. I'm looking right now, good shirts. It's also a good name. That's yeah, a good name. You know, we should we should we should connect with him in order to get all our good shirts made. Yeah, when you guys were saying all this stuff, I was like, this sounds like good shirts. Yeah, and you can also follow me on Instagram at Madeline Horwath. I am a cartoonist for oh, the man. L.A. Times, <laughs> Chicago Reader, and New Yorker, and I do personal commissions for a. Like a sliding scale fee. Up to $20. Up to $20, no toes. <laughs> Don't you hate it when like you pull up search on Instagram and you're like, man, I look at thirst traps a lot. Yeah, of course. Of course <laughs> I mean, I feel like it's like the nature of Instagram. Does Instagram exist for anything beyond thirst traps and cute animal pictures? <laughs> uh, it exists for good t- shirts because I already found one which is great, which is, sorry, this girl's already taken by a smoking hot helicopter pilot. Really? I'm a big fan with it started out with a kiss. How did it end up with piss? <laughs> okay, I gotta get that shirt. <laughs> and you know what? That always happens. <laughs> um, but yeah, check out Matt's art too, because uh, they are fantastic. I, I think about a lot of your comics often, um, but specifically the Medusa uh, arms one with the, the octopus. Oh yeah, fun. it's funny. It's really funny. They got a little silly arm, and they gotta chip them off. Oh, that one. Yeah. <laughs> well, that... also there's the Medusa and the Centaur one too. Which oh yeah, that that one's so fucking good. Yeah. Thank you're, you. You've got a lot of very good comics. Yeah. Thank you. I've been taking a nice break and been watching television. That sounds lovely. Television it's been amazing. Cool. I haven't really been making work. I've just been watching television. But follow Good Shirts Guy. Follow Brandon Kirkman. Follow Weird Shirt. Weird Thrift <laughs> Finds. <laughs> they're, they're all amalgamated. Weird together. Jewish Guy. Yeah. <laughs> Just follow Kike on Instagram. Ooh, let's I'm see actually going to see what that is. Yeah. <laughs> Why don't we look that up? I think uh, I think we should do our usual sign-off then. I think I think we could hit it this time. We're in person. Oh my there. god, there's a guy named Kike Hernandez. <laughs> <laughs> it means something different in Spanish. He's a baseball player from Puerto Rico. <laughs> oh boy. Okay, well let's... Okay, yeah, I think we got it. Three, two... Mm-hmm. One. You're, you're gonna, gonna like, like the, the way, way you I fuck. Uh, I guarantee it. I thought we agreed it was you. I thought I, it was you too, but I, I said I. Hashtag me too. I thought so. <laughs> you know what? That's what I'm gonna end on. Hashtag me too. Yeah. <laughs> we regret that you have not yet complied with our order. This show has been brought to you by Machine Culture. The words get stuck in my throat. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>